Welcome to the Fair Game Podcast. I think this is our first, uh, I guess, international ed- edition. <laughs> uh, we've got a guest from the other side of the pond, uh, Lauren Prince, aka Guilty of Golf is your handle, right, Lauren? Yeah, that's right. I'd just say I'm really happy to be your first international uh, member of the podcast. So thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. So our second guest is a uh, friendly face for me. She's a member of the Fair Game team. Her name is Jamie. But basically, Jamie's gotten to the, the game of golf recently, really excited about it. Um, and we thought it'd be really fun to have a podcast where we talk about just one, a newbie getting into the game, first and foremost, and then also just hearing a little bit about the female perspective of picking up the game of golf. Like, what does that entire journey look like from clubs to gear, fashion, all that fun stuff? There's lots of little fun things that we can talk about. Um, yeah, and then kind of see where the conversation goes. Do you want to say anything to the guest, Jamie? Do you want to say like hi or anything? Hi, everyone. Um, yeah, that's really it. I don't really have much to say. We'll get into it. Got a lot. Got a lot of questions for you, Lauren. I have a lot of opinions about um, you know female golf things that we'll chat through. Yeah, yeah I'm looking forward to having a good chin wag with you, getting into some good nitty gritty opinions. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So maybe Jamie, you go first. So, and I don't know the story. I mean, I work with Jamie, but I have no idea. How did you get into golf? Jamie, by the way, is a lefty, which is awesome. I am a lefty, which honestly makes things so much more difficult when you're looking for gear. Um, well, like decent gear, that is. Um, how did I get into golf? I don't know if you could say that I am all the way into golf yet. I mean, I love the sport, but I'm terrible, like absolutely terrible. Um, but I actually took... I went to like a day camp when I was like 10. Um, My parents sent me to it. It was just like at, you know, the local course. Um, I think they thought I was going to be this like left-handed protege, but um, no. I I don't think I ever played again after that. (laughs) Um, So probably like a year ago, yeah, it was probably about like a year ago. Um, a bunch of friends and I, we just went to Top Golf. We were like on a trip and we decided to go to Top Golf. And I was like, you know, I, I went to this golf camp when I was younger. I'll be great. It'll be fine. I'll pick it right back up. It was brutal. Um, it was so much fun. And, and I think we all became addicted to Top Golf after that. And then it kind of snowballed into me going to the driving range. And, and now I go to um, Five Iron quite a lot just because it's so cold here. Um, but I actually have a New Year's resolution to practice golf at least once a week, which I know doesn't seem like much, but for me, it's it's kind of a lot. Um, and I feel like it it has, even in the f- first couple of months, really um, improved my game a bit. Awesome. I like that resolution. Yeah, it's good, right? It, at first, I was like, should I do, you know, should I do like 100 times? And then uh, that seemed a little bit ridiculous. <laughs> but I'm on track. I'm doing well. We're getting there. Yeah, especially in the winter. I don't know. I feel like some people will forget about golf and there's like, ah, it's cold outside. They put the clubs away and they don't pick them back up. But yeah, once a week in the winter, if you can do that, that's actually pretty good progress. And five iron is like the perfect, it's been the perfect solve. It's right down the street for me. So it's so nice to just go like at lunchtime or just for an hour, hour and a half, just to work on a few things. And it's definitely made a, a significant difference for me. Nice. So Lauren, so tell us your story. How did you get into the game? Cause you've been playing, <laughs> you've been playing for a little while, right? Well, I mean, you say a little, a little while. I've I've actually been playing. I would say I was introduced to the sport in like four years ago. But similar to Jamie, it was kind of I went to the range with the boys, like three three male friends, and um, just mucked around. But 
because I saw no other females, I thought, oh, I'm actually pretty good at it. And yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> so <laughs> and then picked awesome. it up again during COVID. And it's like two, yeah, two years ago. And um, just realized how really bloody hard it was. <laughs> and um, yeah, um, I've just been doing it since then. But I've always been, I was sporty at school, but I've always kind of like challenged male dominated sports. So I played touch rugby um and yeah I just thought you know I'm gonna I'm gonna give this a go and my partner boyfriend he plays and it's just nice that we can go out together it's the only sport I know you know you can play competitively and you know you know it's a fair game you know like not like many other play um, other games so but yeah completely fell in love with it completely hooked and during Covid got like the outside net and all the kind of gear going on and yeah just haven't looked back since so two years not really a long time but yeah loving it it's funny it's funny how guys get you into the game I play a lot with my boyfriend I'm pretty sure pretty sure he just plays with me out of pity because like no one else will because I'm so terrible um but it's funny how like they're the ones that introduce you to it um because there's just so little female golfers out there that you know you can find in your in your neighborhood to play with I know so every if you listen to most um amateurs stories it's like oh my boyfriend or males isn't it it's just this no you don't they don't seem to pick it up without having that kind of coach from a, a boyfriend or something like that so yeah hopefully this will change though that's what we're hoping who's a better golfer like both of you guys your significant others play so who's who's better in your group oh yeah definitely boyfriend but yeah <laughs> has he been playing longer or oh no no yeah he's been playing way longer he's off probably five five six he needs to put some cards in though because he's definitely lower than that at the moment but um yeah he's avoiding that <laughs> but i did actually i beat him gross i went to port i've just got back from portugal and i beat him gross on uh just doing nine holes the other day he was yeah he had an absolute massive paddy on the course and it just went pear shaped for him so yeah i took well i was absolutely thrilled with that <laughs> <laughs> How was that trip, by the way? I did see on Instagram that you were in Portugal. Yeah, it was nice. It was um, it was a bit a bit out of season, so quite quiet because it was on the coast. But it was yeah, oh, so nice just to have a bit of sunshine for a t- change because it's been obviously awful here in England. But yeah, no, God, yeah, I've got lots of stories about that actually with um, fashion and stuff. So I don't know if to wait or tell you now. <laughs> I mean, you yeah, tell us tell us now. Let's start there. I mean, we're here. Yeah, yeah, it was a funny. It's it's a funny one. It was um. I kind of pushed the boundaries a bit with that. I was really excited to go out and play. I thought, oh, great. I get to wear something, you know, that's not many, many layers. Um, so I kind of chucked on a, like a printed T-shirt, one of the Adidas, Adicross T-shirts and some white cords and a bucket hat. And I, it was the average age out there was probably about 55 <laughs> to 80. <laughs> <laughs> It just, oh, honestly, the looks I've got and, um, yeah, but just a lot of men kind of, there was no, there was no girls my age and a lot of men, oh, can't be rude, just ogling a little bit. It's like, oh, it's a young female playing golf. And it was to the point where they were staring so much. My boyfriend was like, at least make it non-obvious. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually something I wanted to ask you about because I, I love your style. I find it so difficult to find. Like you, you do a nice job of bringing street style into golf. And I think that's so hard to come by, especially in women's fashion. I, I talk to Andrew about this all the time because I have no one else to talk to about it. Um, but essentially, like so much of women's fashion looks like mi- like middle-aged 
swimwear. Like it's, you know, it's like the weird floral prints and it just is a little aggressive for me, but you do a really nice job of bringing street style in. But for me, I'm always so hesitant to like push that boundary because of what you're just talking about, like going to a course and and you kind of feel like, okay, am I dressed appropriately enough? Like I, I think there's just this expectation for women to wear skirts, like skirts and polos and like that's what you wear. So I love how you kind of like push the boundaries there. It's, it's interesting that you just brought that up because it's something I always think about when I look at your Instagram. Yeah, it's true. I, I was exactly the same actually. I, 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 I was sick and tired of kind of wearing stuff I wasn't comfortable in. And I just, to have a cross-functional wardrobe is, is a big point for me. I have to have that. I just feel I just feel like you need to reflect your own style on the course. And But I was uh, the same. I remember my going out in the first outfit that wasn't actually technically golf gear and just feeling a little bit like, oh, everyone's staring at me, you know. But I've actually, I've really got over that now to the point where I don't actually care <laughs> if I go on a course and someone mentioned you know comes up to me and says something then you know I'll be happy not to play the course but I think honestly I've never had a comment about it I've never okay. been but I just I just felt like it, it, people it, it's that feeling isn't it like you're being looked at and um it can make you quite feel quite um, nervous yeah you get in your own head about it yeah but it's honestly I think it's yeah I think it's for me it's as long as you it looks semi tidy what you're wearing you're not too garish I don't know from my perspective I think yeah it's okay you know if you see other golfers in really bright stuff that you and they I think potentially they stand up more to some of the stuff I actually wear because I stick to quite um kind of plain colors so but yeah that's so true like <laughs> when you think about <laughs> there's this brand of golf pants it's called no one on this on this podcast would wear it it's called loudmouth uh it's and then basically they're really oh, yeah. really really bold overly garish bright colors and you raise a fair point because this idea of you don't want to wear things to draw inappropriate levels of attention to yourself and yet there is some approved clothing in golf that is that ridiculous right um yeah I, I did have one random quote because like i do see a lot of uh golfers wearing t-shirts and which like I wear a t-shirt to the range and I find it to be so freeing and so comfortable. A t-shirt does have a collar, by the way, but we can save that argument for like another day. Um, but it is interesting. Like, do you, like, you've only gotten one like comment or someone has walked over you and said, Hey, you can't play here. Like, because you're not wearing, we're wearing the right thing or, or is it just yeah. a vibe of like, you think someone's going to say something, but no one actually says anything. Yeah. No, I've never had that comment at all. I, I don't know if it's because I'm a woman um and we tend to get away with more stuff and also you know people would be, be encouraged we want pe women to um pick up the game so i think they're a little bit lax on women it seems you know I, my my boyfriend's got so many stories of him being pulled up about having a wrong haircut or actually it was a designer stubble <laughs> like his his beard was trimmed in the wrong way uh, and i was like how that baffles me i just i just don't get it but no, I've never, I've never had a comment. I, I've had the odd comment on Instagram, but I don't, I've, I've never been pulled up on it. I just don't know if men are maybe scared to say something. I couldn't, you know, have the odd comments about what teas you should be using and things like that, but never, um, 
never on the fashion side. What about you, Jamie? I mean, to be honest, since I really got into golf, it's been so cold out. I haven't really gone to many courses. The one course <laughs> that I always go to is in Delaware. It's just like a really casual course. I actually remember I wore I wore like leggings and a tank top there my first time that I ever went. And it's just because I didn't have anything else. I like wasn't wasn't into golf. It's just getting into it. And it was fine. Um, but I remember I showed someone a, a video of my swing after that. And the person that I showed it to kind of like they were kind of taken back by what I was wearing. And I was like, that's all I had. Um, but no, not really. Andrew, have you ever? I mean, you're you're you golf all the time. I feel like you had to have had some someone say something to you. It's so funny because now that I really think about it, like Lauren hit the nail on the head. There's only been one instance, like, and I've been playing golf for a long time where someone has actually said something to me. And this course was, and I wasn't even in America. I was in, uh, I was in South Africa. I was, I was over there, like, cause I was working in advertising. I was filming a commercial and we were, you know, we're playing some golf while we were there. And it was this random, super, like, I forget the name of the course, but I was wearing my like, like Tiger Woods has these shoes. He's like Tiger Woods free version. And I used to wear the no show socks, right? Cause it looks better with those shoes. And the guy was like, wear your socks. And I was like, well, I'm wearing socks. They're just no shows. And he was like, like, you can't play with that. You, like, your socks have to be visible. And I was like, are, are you serious? And he was like, yeah. So then I had to go buy some ankle socks from the pro shop just to put them on. It, it's, ridiculous but outside of that like in america i've never had anyone say you have to wear a collared shirt you have to like tuck in there's been some like country clubs where like i'm playing with a buddy and he says hey dude like just make sure your shirt sucked in not to like get me in trouble as a member but no one has ever come up to me but there is there's been that in the air that like i don't want to wear something to bring attention to myself um, which is, uh, yeah, that, that in itself, just the air of golf is a concern, but yeah, you're right. I've only had one person actually say something to me. Lauren, what kind of Instagram comments have you gotten? I haven't got actually that many, but that, that was like the odd comment that, yeah, I don't think that would be accepted, but it was actually in an aggressive way. Um, just kind of voicing their opinion, but, um, what else, what else have I got? Um, no, I put something up the other day, just um, showing like uh, a, a reel showing uh, like a, an outfit. And someone said, why are you wearing so many layers? I was like, I've only got three on. Like, it's not, it's not that many, but I, I did, I've not got mad, mad negative criticism, which says a lot, actually. I don't, I don't know why. You thought I, I thought I was going to get quite a lot of backlash from it, but no, I haven't seemed to, so, which is good. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's so it's so weird. You say about the um, that sock thing. Well, I actually had a conversation um, tonight about that. Just would you you're not able to wear like ankle socks? Like I don't understand that. It's crazy, isn't it? It's it's bizarre because I mean they're just socks. But anyways, yeah. Um, out of curiosity, I mean for both of you guys, because thinking about uh, where you draw your style inspiration from. Because obviously in life, there's you have your regular, I'm an adult going to work style or your weekend style, and then you've got your golf style. I think at least to date, those buckets, especially for women, have been very separate. Like I'm sure you all have your own inspiration points where you say, hey, this is what I'm going to wear today, and this is my vibe, and this is how I'm going to create this outfit. But when it comes to golf, there hasn't really been that many, at least for me, how I see in the, in the female lens, there hasn't really been that many outlets for you to be like, hey, here's a point of 
here's a point of inspiration. Like, where do you guys draw inspiration from? So when you are getting dressed for golf, like, like, what do you wear that best expresses your personality, so on and so forth? I don't draw my, I wouldn't say I draw my inspiration from anyone in particular. Um, I try to keep, I, I want to try and keep to my own personal style, the stuff I wear off course. Um, so my style, I would say, probably describe it as a bit more of an androgynous look. So a bit masculine, but I like to mix masculine and feminine pieces. So more like a masculine trouser, for instance, baggy trousers, I like to wear that bit, but then maybe with a fem- more feminine sort of top. Um, but yeah, I don't, I, I like to look at the vintage stuff. I'd probably draw inspiration from that and just new trends, you know, trends which are happening off course and see if I could actually pull some inspiration from that onto the course and like try and test things i buy a lot of stuff and actually i'm like can i swing can i swing a club with this if i can and it looks tidy i'll probably wear it um if i can't find something you know in these kind of non sorry golf brands which you know i'm just finding it difficult to find some inspiration from them i will look further afield to just places i shop of course so yeah that's kind of that's kind of my inspiration yeah, it is so funny. It's like, can I swing a golf club in this? Yeah. And there are some brands that do a decent job where they start to bridge that gap of like, oh, it's kind of technical and it has that, you know, that notion in it. But yeah, that's that's totally true. What about you, Jamie? I struggle with this. I mean, I don't I don't really gravitate towards any specific golf clothing brands. I think, you know, some each have their own decent pieces, but I really struggle with finding um, like a brand that I really love and, and Instagram is hard for me right now. Like <laughs> the, the female accounts on Instagram, it's so hard to find some that focus on golf fashion, that focus on like, you know, just like a female practicing golf in general. Like a lot of the golf accounts that are out there are just really thoughty, if I'm being honest with you. <laughs> and like, there's nothing wrong with a thoughty Instagram account, like make that money. But for me, that's not like, I just, I'm not looking for that. I'm not looking to, you know, see a girl in a short skirt swinging a golf club. I'm looking, you know, to, to follow someone who is going to inspire me from a, a fashion standpoint. So then that's what I really love about your feed, Lauren, is that it's, it's all about, you know, bringing again, street style in and, and, and doing things that are a little bit different than the norm. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's difficult to get any inspiration, especially when um, most of the brands, you know, I wear, I do, I wear a lot of unisex clothes, but I know a lot of women are afraid to do that. And that actually it's not their style. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, and, you know, also some of the brands that are, that say they're unisex are still marketing towards men. And, you know, we're just not going to get that reception for women. You know, it's just, it doesn't work. Um, and also the unisex clothes, Yes, they're unisex, but predominantly they're built for a man. They're not built for women's curves, you know. Um, so it is it is tricky. And if that's not your style, then you're not going to shop with them. So it is true. Like, I mean, I also like full honesty here. Like I look at your account for inspo too. Like, especially how you layer, like, I, especially with golfers, like, as you know, when you're playing in the winter, there's nothing worse than wearing a coat like a heavy, thick, warm jacket. And I would rather, and I even, like, even with like rain gear, right? Like I would rather freeze than wear some like big jacket and be warm because it's like swinging and you're uncomfortable. And layering also just like looks better. Like you had this dope, like, I'm trying to remember the outfit. 
I think it was this like orange, like short sleeve kind of like quilted sweater thing. And then you had like a sweater and I was like, yo, that's cool. Like that's a, that's a vibe. And I've never thought about doing that. But then also it's like, I dress that way when I'm off the course. And for some reason I've never equated the two and say, Oh, I can just take this and like wear it on the golf course and be functional and and be warm and, and, and swing a club. So, yeah. It's funny. Andrew is actually the one that introduced me to your account. Um, I always complain to him all the time about how hard it is to find decent golf clothing. And he, he would like DM me account sometimes and I'd be like, nah, nah, nah. And then he actually sent me yours. Um, so yeah. Welcome to your fan club, Lauren. Yeah. Oh, thank you. So I want to run down the whole list of brands. Just go from the top. Lauren, you can start. I'd love to hear Jamie, like what are your go-to brands? Like, when you're on the course for dressing and, and whatnot? I'm like never on the course. So <laughs> as of yet, as of yet. So I'm going to listen to you guys and probably sit here and take notes if I'm being honest and go and make a large purchase tonight. <laughs> but, um, wow, there's just so many independent, smaller independent brands. I think that's when I started my Instagram, I came across these brands. I was like, oh my God, where 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 have I been? You know, um, so Obviously, yeah, Adidas are making moves at the moment. That their sneakers and things like that, I always kind of wear. Um, and they've got some really cool ranges coming out. The Adidas range and stuff. And I think this year is going to be quite a big year for them. Um, but for smaller brands, obviously, you know, I love Sounder. That's the orange jacket, Andrew. <laughs> um, but they, yeah, I think the sleep there absolutely wicked. I think they're doing something completely different and. Um, yeah, the clothing so well made. I think that's a really important factor as well. It lasts. It's good, really good quality. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they've just got some. They just. I think the motto was they just want to make golf clothes that don't suck. <laughs> and I think they're doing it. How is it swinging in that jacket? Yeah, fine, absolutely fine. Yeah, I've got a couple of their fleece gilets as well, Himalaya fleece gilets. Yeah, really cool. Yeah, it's it's not everyone's cup of tea i don't know but i i really like it as, i know it yeah it's yeah i think not everybody's cup of tea in the sense that it's not every female's cup of tea you know but um I'm sure a lot of men like it but um yeah i think you like this one andrew manners you got the hat on right now <laughs> yeah i wear lots <laughs> they're great yeah so good um i tend to find that a lot of the good brands are in the u.s actually so i'm quite jealous of you guys um it's a lot of cool stuff going on over there um i know well for female perspective the birdie golf social um i really like df modern um and there's another company i don't want to try and pronounce the name but, uh Droff, uh that's not how you say it do you know those the golf pants they do don't even know them andrew what's it called again say that one more time i want to spell it Hold on, I'm gonna have to look yeah. this up. Spell that. We're gonna look it up right now. A B. Yeah. E N. Mm-hmm. D R O T H. Yeah, let's see, dude. I love. There's nothing better than a good golf pant that I can actually like wear. This is a new one. Look, we're learning here. They remind me of Lululemon. I've These seen cool. some people wear those, and they're cool. Sophie, I don't even know Sophie, MC Golf. She wears them. She always looks really good in them. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting. I mean, I don't. At least my, it looks a lot like a Lululemon pant that I've worn. I've, I own many pairs of, but I don't know if like, even with like when a, with a Lululemon 
I don't think they make, and I could be wrong, I don't think they make a pant like this for a woman. And it's interesting this brand is doing this type of thing because it is that ton of like tailored pant. It's high functional, which yeah. I think is really cool. Are you talking about the ABC pant for man? Yeah. Yeah, they're so good, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't actually, they do do one for women. I've actually bought one, but I think I bought, it was just a slight, slightly too small. But I, I live in, I used to live in there like joggers. Yeah. But yeah, I, I want to bought like a pair of ABC pants because they're brilliant. But the pants that I wear are similar to that are, again, pronouncing the name, Juice. Oh, yeah. It's, it's Juice. Uh, yeah. K, K Juice. Yeah. K-J-U-S. K-Juice. But yeah, they do a great pant like that. Nice. So yeah, write that one down, Jamie, because you'll want to bag a pair of those. <laughs> I got a nice list going on here. This is so dangerous. Lauren, if you could just DM me anything that you're going to buy over the next month or so, I'll just buy the same thing. I think that will work out really nicely for me. let's talk about clubs for a second right and bags and all those little like tchotchkes right because i think there's probably some same similar issues and concerns that you that both you guys may have like my wife plays casually sometimes she'll come out with me and i remember when i went to the store to go buy her a set of you know starter clubs i was like hey like she's gonna play a couple times a year it's not a big deal um what do you have female the biggest thing is length and then like flex um obviously there are some brands that have you know, you know quote unquote gender neutral set but when you see the brands that are right now targeting clubs towards women so many of them were highly just floral covered i remember there was a set i'm not going to call it any brand names but there was one that had rhinestones in the back like every club had a little rhinestone on it and just like i think my my wife's style is very similar to you guys is where it's kind of like it's androgynous. Like I'm going to wear it's an oversized shirt or sweatshirt today. Like it just I just want to like dress and wear a mixture of stuff. So for her, that was just not her vibe. Um, so from a club perspective, um, yeah. What do you what are you rocking, um, Lauren? I'm even Jamie, too. Like, what are you guys gravitating to things like that? Well, so to be clear, I'm still on my starter set. Um, but I can tell you the experience in, in getting those clubs. We went to, um, I don't even know where we went, to be honest with you. But I got there, and again, I'm left-handed, and I'm 5'8". Um, so finding women's clubs in general, I think, are tough. But then finding left-handed women's clubs, like in-store, is also tough. So we got there, and and I was like looking around, and everything was just bright pink. Um, and I was like, do you have anything like? black or white and he was like no but what you know the sales guy's like well what's wrong with pink and I'm like well you know I'm I just I'm, I'm not I'm not looking for pink you know I, I want something a little bit more neutral and he was like my daughters love pink and I was like how old are your daughters and he was like they're five and six they love pink because of Peppa Pig and I was like okay I'm 32 years old so <laughs> I don't know where the confusion is here but I want something a little bit different um, so I'm still in my starter clubs, um, which I probably will be for a little bit, I think. Um, but they're not pink. I ended up ordering them online. Um, but yeah, it was, it was an interesting experience. It was, we went to like a couple of different places and just nowhere had anything that was, you know, relatively normal for a 32 year old woman. So I actually got bought at my first set in, about, yeah, four years ago. And I went to have lessons like a year later with them. and. They were, I don't even know what brand they were. I don't think they were like a well-known make. And um, my golf instructor, Emma, who's a, the lady golf coach on Instagram, she's, she said to me, 
Um, okay, just have a look at this a minute. Jeez, it looks like you're sat on the toilet. They were so short for me. How tall are you? Five eight. Okay. Really short. Um, so yeah, so I ditched those and I didn't have clubs for a while, just had some like borrowed iron, um, just like seven iron and nine iron. And then I bought um just some I had to go into like seniors clubs. Um so some cobras. Um I don't really they're not like anything special. Um but I've upgraded my wood so I've got like a sim two driver and some like a free wood um and some decent wedges at the moment both keys but i need to get some new irons and um, this is my next like decision i'm like oh what am i gonna get so i'm looking at either the zunos like 225s new ones that are out at the moment or commas nice. so like, yeah i want to go for something a little bit different but yeah i've heard good things about mizuno so do you feel like when you went from your two short clubs to the new ones that your golf game improved vastly? Yeah, you could say that. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. But yeah, no, they, yeah, definitely. Yeah, obviously helped with the height and stuff. Um, yeah. Going into a men's club. But um, yeah, so don't miss those. Yeah, it's, it's difficult. It's so difficult when you're starting out, isn't it? It's, you know, just the feel, everything just feels odd. <laughs> It's a really weird feeling, but so you're getting all well with your club then, Jamie? Yeah, yeah. So far, so good. They're not too short for me. (laughs) They fit me quite nicely. Um, So far, so good. We'll see. We'll see how long I stick with these. Um, It's funny. We went to when I was uh, up in New York recently. We went to Five Iron, our fair game team, and I was wearing boots with like a slight heel to them. Nothing crazy. Um, But I just had the standard women's clubs, and I was like hunched over trying to like swing these things. Um, and that's, that's the reason, Andrew, that I played so bad that night. Uh, <laughs> but it does, it makes like a huge difference, um, having the right height there, which is something you don't know in the beginning. Like you don't know all of the little things you have to think through in the beginning when you're making this purchase, not even just with clubs, with everything, with your glove, with, you know, you name it. Do you guys have, uh, like, like your favorite golfers as a golf lover, as a lover of the game, <laughs> It's there's because there's a two party question. One was just, you know, who are your favorite golfers to follow? Who do you admire, men or women? And then also my other part of the question was thinking about, and this is something that I see in myself. I was just curious is uh, when you get into golf, there are some hardcore golf people that will play golf as much as they watch it. I am not that person. Like I probably watch five golf matches a year if that like i'll watch sunday and like a little bit here and there and i'll pop in but for me it's like i would rather play than sit down in front of my tv three hours and watch it i kind of get bored to be honest with you um but just curious on your vibe so who do you guys like and then also just your your take on playing versus watching i'm literally totally with you on that point um my boyfriend watches it all the time and i i dip in and out of it but i just much prefer playing it's not really massively into it but i you know, love like watching the Solheim Cup and things like that. But player-wise, I love um, Mel Reed. I think she's really true to herself and just love her style and energy. Just think she's just so down to earth. Um, obviously, Nelly Corder. Um, but yeah, obviously, it's great to watch Tiger and yeah, watch him do his thing. But yeah, I, I'm with you on that. I'm just I'm all about just. I, st- I struggle to watch TV anyway. I'm not really a, I don't sit and watch a lot of television. Mm-hmm. So 
yeah I'm, I'm quite an active person I'm out and about and yeah I've got like a really short attention span so <laughs> struggle to watch I'm the opposite of that. I love to sit and watch TV. I could lay in my bed and watch TV all day long, but I'm not a big golf watcher either. I like to watch like Nellie and Jessica Corda. I like to just watch swings really um, and like look at really nice swings. Um, but I actually prefer following more, you know, amateur Instagram golfers and watching them like the Kosher Panda is one that I follow. Um, and, you know, she's relatively new to the game and just watching her improve over the past year or so is something that I find so interesting again because I'm new to the game and it's nice to see that you know you can you can get better and there are things that you can do um so I prefer to to follow golfers like that personally yeah it's so funny that isn't it yeah because you think uh, I think that's another thing for women uh, female participation is that we need to see more women normal women in the sport as well you know it's great to look up to tour players and see all that happening and more obviously stuff on television um but yeah just the amateur side of it is just seeing that I think it's it's is really good for other women trying to do it because there's like-minded women getting into it and oh she's doing it so I can do it so do you have a lot of female golfer friends that you play with I know you mentioned you got into it with women. no no <laughs> no <laughs> I do uh, female golfer friends from Instagram now, which is great, and that that's the reason I started it. But um, yeah, no, I do. It's, I still struggle a little bit around here, but I'm I'm trying I'm trying pl- planning on trying to start a kind of women's event soon. So fingers crossed that will go ahead. I want to do something, yeah, in Bath or Bristol, which is near me. Um, just to yeah, just to get that friendships going and this it makes it easier doesn't it i think it's, it's you need that kind of you need somebody else in it with you when you're first starting out it makes such a difference well i'll fly out there we can golf together <laughs> no i really i don't have many golf friends friends who play golf either um i have a couple none that really live around here they're all better than i am but um it's hard you know they're again they're they're far away or it just doesn't happen often so it's hard to really play often with with female friends do you find that um restrict you wanting to practice and things because I felt that when I first started and that's why I left it two years before I actually picked up again for some reason yes and no I mean my my boyfriend will take any opportunity to go and practice and do whatever and like I said I think he just plays with me out of pity and because he wants to play um but outside of him there's no I don't think there's anyone I could really find to practice with so um, it is. It's it's definitely tough. And especially when you're new to things, it's not something you want to go and do by yourself. You know, like it's kind of an awkward, especially like right now, maybe I would do it. But Andrew, you go to five iron by yourself all the time and practice. I've been there enough where I might feel comfortable doing that. But in the beginning, I don't think I would have felt comfortable with that because I'm I'm not great at it. And I don't know what I need to focus on or what I need to tweak or change. And, and you kind of like get in your own head on that. Yeah, the first, I don't know, the first few years of playing is all in your own head and like insecurity. Yeah, it's horrible. Right. And not have someone to like a partner in crime there. Normally, like when I started playing, yeah, you have friends and like no one is amazing, but you have friends that play and they kind of like let you borrow stuff and they'll tell you, give you little tips and like give you little things about like etiquette of like, oh, well, don't don't do this or like don't walk across someone's line. And if you're getting into the game and 
like none of your friends play, I'm sure that's that's got to be challenging. But yeah, the, the first few years are tough. That's why group lessons are really good. And I stupidly didn't do any of those. But um, yeah, it, it's, it can be like isolating <laughs> a little bit. Like you get, you do really get into your own head, don't you? Um, yeah, it's quite, it quite could be quite lonely. I think that's why I took, it took me a while to get into it. And actually Instagram was a really good um, tool for me just to meet other people and there's other people out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, there, there are other girls just finding them, isn't it? Yeah. Do you feel like there was a point in playing where you really felt confident in your game? Like a point where you stopped feeling self-conscious? <laughs> I'm at, just asking for a friend here, honestly. But a point where you stop feeling self-conscious about, you know, how well you play and how good you are and, and really start to feel a bit more confident and going to play. Like you play with a bunch of guys who, you know, it's sometimes hard to keep up. Like how do you keep that confidence? Yeah, I think it's just time, to be honest, and just keeping keep going at it. Um, I still get nervous now. I was on the – I went to play the other day and with a boyfriend and he knows I get a bit nervous on the first tee which I think everybody does but it's kind of died down a bit now I can kind of cope with it and actually I've performed better under a little bit of pressure um but some the the captain walked out to the first tee with us he goes I'm just gonna watch you tee off and I was like no please can't (laughs) and then I looked up and there was four chaps coming off the 18th and they just stood there and I was like, I've got a gallery. I've literally got a gallery. God, that's like my worst nightmare. <laughs> my boyfriend was like, Don't. he's like, I literally was absolutely like pooping it for you. <laughs> and then, yeah, I luckily bombed one up straight up the middle. <laughs> I was very lucky. But yeah, it's it's horrible because, yeah, but it does, it does get easier. It's just, I think the more you get out on the course, but it's so hard to do in the early stages, isn't it? But yeah it, it it definitely it definitely gets better and it's, it's the more you can play with different people the better yeah I don't really but it's it's, it's still self-conscious because it's just it's so um a lot of males isn't it and you just feel sometimes like oh well especially like if you're playing with males and you're the only female it's like in your case I can imagine it's like it feels like all eyes are on you when you get up to the tee yeah definitely and I don't think people mean it it's just that they just I haven't seen a younger female playing, you know, or mm-hmm. you can't help but look. Not mm-hmm. not in a not in a rude way, just you just look at, oh wow, you know, I haven't seen that before. So No, I mean that makes sense. I mean, do you think in terms of your social circles, like your your friends that don't play, like female friends that don't play, what do you think if you had to think maybe the answer is no, they don't like golf. Do you think there would be something uh like what do you think it would take them to give it a try? Like, do you think, like, for example, with Jamie, with like a top golf, where that is a, it is this perfect hybrid of it's social and it's fun. You can kind of like hang out. Um, Cause I can understand with some people, the, the commitment of 18 holes or is a lot like, Oh, you got to get clubs. You got to stay with me for four hours. Like, are there any things that you think could potentially maybe get more, more women, your friends or just women in general into the game from your perspective? Definitely. The, that like you just said, the fun side, I'm really jealous that we haven't got the, too, um, too many top golfs. I mean, we've got some in London, one maybe, um, but nothing like that down here in the southwest. But I just think the fun aspect of it will definitely pull people in. It's just giving it a try. I think for the first time, and then it's something if you hit one good shot, then you kind of want to do it again. Um, 
but yeah, they could be more cool. Like I think I've heard good things actually about five iron, um, but more things like that. And um, like the mini golf and stuff with us is pretty fun. We've got places called putt shack and that's like pretty oh, competitive. Nice. And, yeah. So, but yeah, I think, and just making it a little bit cooler, like maybe going, yeah, like a, a bar type thing and a bit more relaxed atmosphere, DJ, you know, not just too, you have to go to the course and play at the range. It's freezing cold and, I don't know, make it a little bit laid, relaxed. Totally. Can we talk about Putt Shack for a second? I've never been. I've seen have pictures you? of it before, but is it basically <laughs> like a giant indoor? I mean, we call it Putt Putt. Like that is, or at least that's one of the chains over here. Um, but yeah, I've never been. What is that like over there? It's fun. Yeah, it's um, it's really different um, to like a normal mini golf situation. So you've got this, there's loads of different. It's like a novel novel kind of putting experience. Um, I can't really explain it, but actually, I had like a really crazy experience there. I went <laughs> and I had it was it was only nine holes you play. And I had seven holy ones, <laughs> and I was on the leaderboard. What? <laughs> Literally, like a out of body experience. My boyfriend was just there, like, "What the hell is going on?" Damn, that's impressive. I was like, you know, a few drinks down at that point, but I don't, yeah, I'm not sure what happened. Little liquid courage never hurt anyone. Yeah, it's lots of fun though. Definitely. If you got anything like that, and you must have something like that over there. No, I mean, we have, there's five iron, you know, that's indoor sim, but that's just, you know, hitting stall, you're hitting shots. But yeah, there isn't like a mini golf experience, at least in New York that I haven't seen. There are some other places in the country. Um, but yeah, it's basically five iron. And then like top golf is kind of taken over. And like, if you want to go have fun hang out with friends and that's kind of like the scene now. So yeah, that yeah. is, interesting, but I do want to check out a putt check. It sounds fun. Yeah, it's pretty right. good. How many um, top goals have you got? There's a lot of top goals. I actually went to um, waste management last weekend with a bunch of friends, and we went to Top Golf um, before we went to the tournament. Um, it's like we went with like you know ten people. You can get a bunch of bays, and and honestly, the best part about Top Golf, and this is a little insider secret, is the chicken nuggets. They are <laughs> so good. Like it's unbelievable how good these chicken nuggets are. Um, and then, you know, it's, it's fun, too. Are you a uh, sauce, sauce or no sauce with the nugget? Oh, yeah. The honey mustard. Whew. Strong. I like, uh, yeah, honey mustard <laughs> or barbecue. That's barbecue never disappoints. But I didn't know that. They had chicken nuggets there? So good. They're unbelievable chicken nuggets. So good. And also, by the way, you so waste management, I totally forgot that you went, and that was insane. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah I've, I've only been to, I don't know, two or three golf tournaments. So, and that one is a special thing in itself. So what was, what was that about? It was my first one, um, my first tournament. It was obviously like, they're all downhill from here. Um, but it was really cool. I didn't know what to expect. We didn't do like the early 16th hole thing, um, but we went early enough and it, the weather was perfect. It was just, it, when we first got there, like for the first few hours, it wasn't super crowded. It was just a really good experience. It was a lot of fun. And it was, I was there with, a bunch of my friends, half girls, half guys. And I would say 50 to I don't know, 70% of us aren't really that into to watching golf. But after going to the, the tournament on Saturday, we watched it like all day Sunday and everyone was really into it. And it's like one of those things that you just have to like get there and, and get your, your feet wet a little bit. And then you're kind of addicted after that. Um, 
So we were really into it after after Saturday. But it was it was a really cool experience. It was a lot of fun. I um, kept walking around being like, I'm going to go to every golf tournament. <laughs> I must say that looks like a lot of fun. Love yeah. the atmosphere there. Yeah, yeah, I was quite jealous about that. It's one of those things that like golf has such, and I think this is like what we were talking about with fashion. Golf has like such this stuffy um reputation sometimes especially tournaments like you have to be really quiet when you know they're teeing off and like there's certain things that I think give it this um difficult reputation but I think things like waste management where it's just a lot of fun and people are having fun and you it kind of makes it a bit more approachable I think especially like those hole-in-ones on the 16th hole everyone throwing like beer cans and I know some people didn't like that and it was like you know people were kind of taken aback by it but I do think it gives it this more fun exciting environment that you know I think golf struggles with a bit oh 100 yeah that was a whole thing I mean after look first of all and this is my kind of take out of it and listeners don't get angry but this is just my perspective first and foremost like we have to understand that like yes there was a pandemic right people have been shut at home like courses and events you couldn't go so then like okay great like we can come back do the thing so there's there's that level of bubbling excitement number one mm-hmm. and number two and again i'm not taking any sides i'm just putting everything on the table right so first and foremost it's the first you know one of the first big ones back where everyone's excited to be there number one and then number two to my knowledge and i did some research and i think this is right this is the first time that there's ever been two hole-in-ones like in an, in one tournament and on the 16th hole where it's like the craziest crowd and, you know, they're all hammered and they've all been there since 2.30 in the morning. Like the it, it had to have been insane. I obviously wasn't on the 16th hole, but it had to have been insane. Absolutely crazy. It was nuts. But I can understand how like, hey, things got out of hand. But then when you think about golf, when you compare it to other sports, like, I mean, Jamie, you love football games or even like uh I mean, I've been to one or two hockey games, but yeah, in hockey, there's the hat trick, right? Mm-hmm. Don't they throw octopus on the They face? do, yeah. <laughs> they do. Actually, it's funny with the Super Bowl this weekend, you can like bet on a bunch of stuff. This is totally random. But there is one thing that you can bet on called the octopus. And for probably an hour or so, we were all looking at this and we thought they were, because of hockey, we thought they were going to be throwing an octopus on the field. So we were like, should we bet on if they're going to throw an octopus on the field? Apparently, that's not what it is in football. Um, but yes, they do throw an octopus on the field in, or on the the rink in, in hockey, and then like in football, when you know there's a big big win or whatever, they're they're always throwing crap on the field. Right, totally. Lauren, are you into well? Well, we're talking about American football. Are you into football? Football at all? I used to be. I used to support a team called Arsenal, um, but yeah, no, definitely, I've moved away from that. I, I watched like the Euros and the World Cup. Yeah, really get into that, um, and. I'm into I'm into rugby, um. So going to see you know, something called the Six Nations over here. So playing, watching England and Wales. That's the massive big rivalry over here, <laughs> and I'm watching them next next week. Um. So yeah, that'll be good. But yeah, no football. I I like I, I enjoy watching football. It's easy watching, which is good. Yeah, yeah. it is interesting. Yeah. You think of the the average. Like I've been to a handful of, of soccer or, or football games too, but the average fan probably doesn't play. They just it, you're just there. It's a cultural experience. But when you think about with with golf, like the waste management is a very unique, and this is one specific event where people are able to kind of like have that level of fun. And almost all of the other events are very 
quiet, pious, like don't cause any trouble. And it is interesting when you think about as a, as a cultural movement, people being able to have fun and let loose, it does open the door a little bit and let people like, Hey, like golf is kind of fun. And for me right now, fun is just watching and hanging out with my friends. And then it might turn into, you know, going and playing some rounds. So it's interesting, but you played rugby, right, Lauren? I know you said that earlier. In the no, podcast. not proper rugby. No, I was in like a touch rugby league. <laughs> really enjoyed that. That was fun. Yeah, it's very similar to, it's not too much. Yeah, not, no, no contact. I actually have a question for you, Lauren. Do you, so you're traveling all the time. Like I feel like you're playing in so many different places. Do you just travel around and like and play golf? Like what is in your Instagram bio, it says van life. So in my head, you're like just traveling around in a van going and playing golf everywhere, which sounds amazing. Maybe I should change that. <laughs> no, I don't. I, wait, no, I do have a base. But um, yeah, no, I just, try, we've got a BW and yeah, just try and get out as much as possible. I just like, I, I'm a member at a club only recently, recently. And but I just love exploring new places, and to do that with golf is just yeah, brilliant. Um, it's just nice to explore different courses rather than just staying at the same one. Mm-hmm. What's the best course you've ever played? I like links golf. Um, so I pl- actually, yeah, so I played, um, I went with Sounder on a golf trip last year, and we played a, a club called Macrahanish. Um, it's West Scotland, well, like on the Highlands and Islands. It's oh, absolutely beautiful. It's like magical up there. Um, but yeah, Lynx Golf is my favourite. There's a club called Royal North Devon by me. It's just like loads of history and it's just, and coastal, coastal places. It's, yeah, I, I enjoy that the most, I think. I prefer like the stripped back courses to the kind of pruned ones, I think. So, yeah, just the more the higher end golf country clubs. Mm. I prefer to play the coastal links golf, the rich heritage courses. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. Yeah, they're just vibier. Yeah, vibier, and the scenery is amazing. Mostly. and I've got there's some. Yeah, people have given me some really cool, like hidden gems. So I'm hoping to go and explore them this year. Fingers crossed. But I've I've not actually played um, abroad a lot. You know, Portugal was my first trip. Oh, really? So, um, yeah. It was, so I need to go out and, yeah, do, make some bookings, I think. Yeah, come out. We can go to Top Golf. Yeah, I know. I really want to go. <laughs> I've been in Dubai, but I've got, I just, I'm so jealous that you've got that out there. It's, it's just, it's, it's such a brilliant way for women to get into it, though, isn't it? Top yeah. Golf is just fun. Yeah. One day. What, what about you two? What, what courses have you played? Well, I, you know, I don't have an answer for this. <laughs> Or so far. <laughs> so far. No. I mean honestly it's just been like random local courses. This summer though. This summer I'm I'm again I have my, my once a week New Year's resolution. So I'm gonna be tearing up those courses. You just wait. I'll have an answer for you in like August. That's good. That's fair. Yeah. I ha- I mean I'm trying to think of my favorite. I've been to Scotland once. I've um I used to work at a, a men's a small men's magazine and I used to go to London twice a year. So I would take my clubs and always try to like sneak out somewhere. So like, I know, I know that one range that you were talking about, that's like outside of the city. Cause that's the only place to go. And I walked over and did, did the whole <laughs> thing. I also crossed the, I, I got off the tube in 
was on the wrong stop and ended up having to cross the highway, which was terrifying with golf clubs. So just don't do that. Cause yeah. All American, you don't know which way to look crossing the street thing. It's, it's super real. Um, but I love, there's this one track in Scotland called Crail, um, yeah. which is super dope. I mean, I got to play St. Andrews, which was amazing. We won the lottery and then, oh, amazing. um, I played Carnoustie, but yeah, those are great tracks, but I agree with you. Like the smaller vibe ones are the ones that like you just remember. Cause there's something about those big rounds where you're so in your head and you're like, I'm playing this course and it has to be special, which by the way, it never, it never does. Like no. the dream round at the dream course is always a nightmare. Like yeah. I anyone <laughs> I played, I played this amazing course and I shot the, but no, you don't, you're going to shoot a high score and you're going to be miserable. <laughs> Because you're just in your own head. Um, so, yeah, I like playing in the in in, in Europe. Um, I was supposed to go back to Scotland right before COVID. Um, tickets booked, ready to go. And then the world exploded. So, yeah, I'm just waiting to come back over. Yeah, but I like Lake Style Golf. It's my favorite, too. It's just, like, beautiful yeah. and easy to walk. And when you get to use the wind as well as, like, kind of how you're shooting shots, that makes it interesting, too yeah you know, but I'll, yeah but i'll play pretty much anywhere like i play muni golf in brooklyn they're all yeah i love that yeah run down ranking courses but it's fun so yeah 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 good yeah that was it thanks for the time that was a lot of fun really seriously dm me everything you order i'm not kidding but oh, it's brilliant <laughs> so nice to speak to you both of you yeah if you're on this side of the pond let's definitely try to link up and play some golf 100 percent. i'll be there i need i need to plan a trip to the u.s so Definitely. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Fair Game Podcast. Don't forget to hit subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or whatever service you may be using. We're also on Instagram and Twitter at Fair Game Golf, where you can follow us there too. We'll see you next time.